The news continues to happen, and The Schrader Show is here to decipher the madness, to make sense of what's real and what's propaganda, to offer a point of view. This is 1360 and 97.5 WTAQ. Now, here's Steve Schrader. Last minute adjusts to the microphones, but here we are. This is the uh, Shannon and Schrader podcast. Welcome. I will welcome in the, well, Saturday's producer and co-host of the podcast and the irreplaceable Shannon. Shannon, how are you this Wednesday afternoon with the first measurable, eh, I shouldn't say first measurable, but the first real snowfall of the year? I'm good. Now, I was just stuck on the cord, but I'm good. Okay. So, first of all, let's start out. You left some very inexpensive Chinese gum for our cohorts, Matt and Rob, on the WTAQ morning show, and you got the you got feedback from from Matt and Rob on on the gum, and I and I'm not going to say it was necessarily great feedback. Well, it was it was gum that you couldn't tell it was it didn't taste like it should taste by the flavors that it was, but I couldn't tell if it was good or not, and everybody that tried it couldn't tell, so I left some in here for Matt and Rob. And um, Rob said they suck, but I ate them all anyway. The banana <laughs> one is actually pretty good. And I thought the same thing about the banana one. Cause, but it I, didn't taste like banana, though. It, 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 wouldn't, it didn't taste like banana should, should have tasted, but it still tasted good. Well, and I advised against you taking the banana one because I told you it's not going to be good, but that was your favorite one. No, green apple is the one you told me not. Oh, oh yeah. That was pretty gross. <laughs> I have to agree with you on that one. And then and then Matt said, the gum is trash with a smiley face. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't yelling. <laughs> yeah, well, well, at least, he, you know, at least he gave you the uh, smiley face with, you know, with the, this is trash. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't like he was being mean to you. So I guess he did not like the gum at all. That's what I'm getting out of that. I, I, yeah, I will take that as a. As a, That's a no. Yeah. So next time we actually may have to give them gifts that they'll enjoy. Oh, I'm going to go back to the dollar store and leave them other weird things to eat. <laughs> <laughs> they open Pandora's box. <laughs> yep. So, okay. Well, let, we'll start with, I guess, <laughs> that was the light part of the podcast. We've got all kinds of stuff to, to discuss in this podcast. Let's start out. I didn't pull any sound on it. We really didn't need to. Um, I'm sure we'll have sound for it on Saturday, but um, the stunt Hunter Biden pulled at the Capitol today. Uh, your thoughts on on that? Um, well, it was just that, a stunt. <laughs> I mean, what more can you say? I, mean, I think it was a planned stunt. Oh, it was, obviously. it was, yeah. And, and here's the thing it just shows the contempt in the arrogance of the Biden family. Uh-huh. Did you expect something less? I mean... <laughs> I didn't expect him... To, I expected him to do more of what you saw with the USA Today article. Oh, feel sorry for me. I'm a drug addict. Woe is me. Versus what you saw today. What you saw today was was a well-orchestrated, well-done... <laughs> 
I mean, I'll give I'll give Abby Lowell. I mean, Abby Lowell's an old political left wing hack. Okay, him and um, um, Kevin, what's his name? The other one that looks like a hobo, Kevin Morris. That's that's I think it, that was Kevin Morris. That I think it was Kevin Morris, Hunter's dope smoking attorney from out in California. Was the other guy with him? Now look, Abby Lowell is a Abby Lowell is a old political hack. He knows what he's doing. But I think th- I think this is going to backfire on him oh, because yeah. you saw Nancy Mace, and and again, I'm not the biggest fan of Nancy Mace in the world, but I will give her credit. Um, on this particular issue, she. You know, she was, she showed more stones than a lot of them in there, didn't you, didn't you agree? Yeah, she was the winner in this one. Oh, yeah, and she's like, yeah, you know, you sit there all small. I mean, she she went, I mean, uh, we'll have the sound on Saturday. I mean, she went after him pretty good. Um, yeah, I was on Twitter at the time when that happened, and she was the first one people were posting who, um, what she was saying. So it was, it was, it was good. Well, and it shows you the it shows you the power of the of the establishment and the Biden political machine. And let me give you an illustration of this. Now, I'll admit it. I was watching Fox News this morning. I've been trying to you know you know I've been trying to get off of Fox News and and go to Newsmax because Fox is not what they used to be. That being said. Harris Faulkner had said when Hunter Biden was walking in the hall, Hillary Vaughn, their reporter, was shouting questions at him. And at one point, Hunter turned to her and said, well, do you have a dad? Do you take calls from him? And then he said, you're dangerous. Well, Harris Faulkner was leading it on that Hunter Biden was threatening their reporter, Hillary Vaughn, by calling her dangerous, right? Mm -hmm. As it turned out, Hunter was just hitting on the Asian reporter who almost tripped in front of him. And he's like, oh, you're dangerous. And he gave her a little smile. And she, ah. Hmm. I had not But heard in that the next hour, <laughs> Harris Faulkner had to go back and say, oh, well, come to find out this other reporter tripped. And that's, so she clarified her remarks within that hour. So somebody in the Biden press corps got back to her and said, wait a second. Hunter wasn't talking to Hillary Vaughn. He was talking to the other reporter who almost tripped. Now, do I put it past Hunter Biden to threaten Hillary Vaughn? Of course not. But that's how that's how in tune the establishment is. To try to protect Joe Biden. In fact, it was all rehearsed because the Democrat members had signs. Yeah, I know. So, you know, but by the way, this may get them in trouble, you know, because Secret Service protects Hunter Biden. So Secret Service had to get in there and make sure everything was cool. That would lead on that Brandon knew Hunter was going to do this stunt today. Exactly. And that could get Brandon in more trouble. Your thoughts on that? It's almost it's like when he did the press conference outside. Brandon knew about that, too, ahead of time. Yeah, it's um, the same thing. Yeah, they, they just flaunt the, law and the lawlessness. So now... Breaking news, um, Aaron Rodgers, it looks like, and, and we'll talk about this more probably on Saturday as well, it looks like Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be on the Pat McAfee show anymore. Yeah, I, I just got that alert, and uh, it sounds like 
Pat McAfee is the one that doesn't want him on there because yeah. it's too much drama. Yeah, well, you know why? Because look at who the sponsors are of Pat McAfee's show on ESPN. You told me last week, what is it, Disney? <laughs> well, first of all, yeah, ESPN's owned by Disney, so they've got Disney's pockets behind them. But when you want, I mean, I don't care if you're watching Fox or, or Newsmax, who's spending the most money on TV ads these days? Pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> so when when Aaron Rodgers goes out and says these things, which he's 100% right, and we're going to share his remarks that he, that he shared on an, what turned out to be Apparently, I guess, Aaron Rodgers' last uh, time on on Pat McAfee's show, uh, let's, let's go with uh, part one, Shannon, and, and we'll discuss it from there. And Aaron Rodgers is talking about COVID, and he's talking about, and he's right. He's 100% right. We can't forget what they did to us during COVID or it will happen again. Here's part one of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, everybody who dealt with the draconian uh, measures, and, and, and that's my last point, and then I just want to move on. But it's like, people are always like, people are always like, you know, why are you still talking about COVID? Like, why don't you just move on? It's ridiculous. I'm like, well, let's see what happened. Um, they locked everybody up forever uh was supposed to be a couple couple weeks right they locked everybody up hundreds of thousands of businesses closed and never opened again many of dozens of people that i know in their 30s you know who poured everything into these these uh small businesses and restaurants and bars and 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 never opened again so they lost everything they were they're on their ass right the gap the wealth gap got even bigger from the haves and have-nots they lied to us over and over they uh, vilified early treatments. They censored legitimate uh, uh, doctors in the space. There's part one. And he's, Shannon, he's absolutely right. In fact, if he's no longer on the Pat McAfee show, I'm going to make, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to make an offer to Aaron Rodgers <laughs> that he, ha- he has a standing invitation every Saturday to join us live. Yeah, because he sounds exactly like me in these both of these sound clips. And you know what? I know be best friends. You know what? I know some people that could probably get this podcast into Aaron's hands. Oh, do you? I do. <laughs> and I think we might have to do that. Do it. Do it. Yeah, we might have to do that because I, I got to say, I became more of an Aaron Rodgers fan the last three years, which is where people in Green Bay got sick of Aaron Rodgers and wanted him to move on, I I became a bigger fan of him now than I ever was when he played here. I even went and bought a jersey, like now, <laughs> instead of way back when everybody Did you else, really? Yeah. Okay, tell you what Tell you what we're going to do then. What? Saturday for the game, or pardon me, Sunday for the game. I'm going to wear my away, which, what are our away colors? Our away colors are white going to wear our away white Aaron Rodgers jer- jersey. Okay. My authentic Aaron Rodgers jersey. So I, I haven't wore that all year. Uh-oh. Does that mean they're going Well, to- <laughs> because it, right now, right now, Rodgers and Favre are the only two jerseys I currently own. So you've, you've worn Favre all year? I've worn Favre all year. 
Because Favre is, in my opinion, the greatest of all Green Bay quarterbacks. Well, I don't think that's going to jinx them because they didn't do that well this year. So you never know. The Aaron Rodgers one could be the lucky one. Well, the, the, the Packers are definitely on the upswing. But again, Aaron Rodgers is right. And, and we do it here. And maybe we haven't done it enough. I mean, I'm glad you got this audio because we're not going to let this COVID crap just. Yeah, I thought the same thing when he said, well, why don't you just let it go? We never let it go either. We ne- we <laughs> never did. And we're not going to. No. And, 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 and I know it doesn't make everybody happy all the time that we don't let it go. But we're not. Because it's so wrong. Yeah, I mean, I got this story out of the New York Post. Corey Lindsley, for those those of you in Green Bay, you remember Corey Lindsley, center for the Packers. Then he went on to, I believe, the Bears, and he just retired from the San uh, Los Angeles Chargers. I, I keep wanting Sounds to. Weird, yeah. I keep wanting to say San Diego. Um, he just retired from the Chargers due to heart what? problems, right? Or heart issues. Hard issues that have kept him sidelined most of the year. Now, what did the NFL require of their players? The jab. And their players association over the years has gotten gotten the NFL to make a lot of concessions in a lot of different areas. Well, I think uh, they ought to work on the on the owners when it comes to the jab as well. Now, we've got a little bit more of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, go ahead and roll part two of, of Aaron Rodgers. Like Dr. Peter McCullough, like Pierre Corey, Dr. Corey, like Dr. Robert Malone, who allegedly was there in the beginning of the uh, mRNA technology, and so many more people than that, uh, the Alex Berenson's of the world, the Weinstein's of the world, who were like writing about this, talking about this. Not hard. Um, Brett Weinstein. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was about to check you. And, and, had an informed, sure. and had an informed opinion about this. I mean, they were arresting people who were surfing in California. They closed the beaches. When 80, I mean, I don't know what percentage, but probably 60% or more of the, of, the, of the country is vitamin D deficient. And, you know, vitamin D, you know, does well against the common cold, as does vitamin C, what? as does zinc, what? as does the number of home remedies that we all have. But no, stay inside, wait for this vaccine, right. which is 100% safe and effective, which they told us. So my whole point is, listen, they lied to us. Uh, many times over, they uh, locked us up, they uh, closed our businesses, they increased the mental health issues exponentially, the, uh, the rates of suicide went way up, and, and they're just like, they vilified us, the, the draconian things that, uh, you know, the ridiculous... Uh-oh. Shut down, you know, we lost billions of dollars. Not, there's, no, there's no NFL owners who are mad about this now that we look back and go, oh, well, maybe we could have stopped this with a little like early treatments or like not giving uh, remdesivir and, uh, you know, a, a ventilator to these patients. Maybe like, uh, you know, treat like the common cold where you, you know, you have symptoms and you start doing something about it. You treat it. Um, and yeah, I have a problem with I have a problem with that because now people are just like, oh, just move on. Just uh, just just brush it on the rug. It's like, well, I have many apologies. Not by that guy in ABC. And there, there, there. He, there's where the clip ended. Um, but he's right. Where, where are the apologies from? You know, Der Fauci and and all of them. Exactly. And there's a lot of apologies that need to be given. 
A lot of them. A lot of them. Um, all right. Uh, I do want to move on because we promised we would get to this on Saturday's show, um, and we never did. Talk about the just the just the evilness on the left. And Shannon came across this on Twitter, and uh, Shannon, jump in here. I mean, should we just play the audio and talk about it afterwards? Because I don't know how to describe it. Well, which one are we doing? Uh, It was cut nine from on last uh, Saturday's uh, soundbite roster. It's the radical LGBT. She she's talking about a book. What's what's an abortion anyway? Um, which is supposedly a children's book, which shows you how sick these people are. Go ahead and roll cut nine. Hi friends, welcome to Queer Kid Stuff. I'm Linz and I'm Teddy. <laughs> and this is my best stuff friend Teddy. And this is Teddy's Book Club, where we're reading LGBTQ plus picture books with you all every Saturday morning. This week we are reading a book called what's an abortion anyway lynn what is an abortion anyway well we're just gonna have to find out in the book teddy this is what's an abortion anyway by carly mains and emulsify and i'm really excited to read this book because i don't think there are any other picture books that talk about what an abortion is and it's really important idea to understand right now isn't it teddy yeah that's right All right, well, let's learn what an abortion is anyway. (laughs) You ready, Teddy? Ready. All right, let's dive in. All right, my friends, this is What's an Abortion Anyway by Carly Maines and Emulsify. What's an abortion anyway? Let's find out, my friends. Oh, I love reading the dedication. This book is dedicated to anyone who has ever had or ever will have an abortion. How wonderful. All right, let's get into it. How wonderful. When a person gets pregnant, many different things can happen. Some people are pregnant for many months and have a baby. That's what happened to you. Hmm. Some people have a miscarriage. A miscarriage is when a pregnancy isn't healthy enough to keep growing. Some people have an abortion. An abortion is when someone decides to stop growing their pregnancy. Hmm. Going to a health clinic over there. Wow. Just the just the utter. evilness of it all i mean and it's really is that i i there's no other term for it because look there was a time when joe biden and democrats used to call abortion what it is a tragedy there's there's times when joe i've heard joe biden in his own words say oh an abortion's a tragedy every single time regardless that's what that's no but that's the way he talked in the 90s now children can be born at nine months and if the mother decides during the childbirthing process she doesn't want the baby anymore, they just let the baby starve to death. That's literally what the left is proposing. And we're the ones called radical, Shannon? Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. It it's is. absolutely disgusting. It is. And, and again. And that, that 
girl was it a girl or I well it, who knows because it's 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 lgbtq plus yeah i couldn't story tell. hour for kids i mean you know yeah so she had like a little teddy bear reading half of it and she was reading the other half and that, so so that's the book of the week so what do they have other weeks if, if abortion's the topic this week what was it last week it'd be nice to see that too huh well i yeah. I know, and 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 again, they're trying to. It's a channel for kids to watch and hear stories, and that's what she's reading. Right, they're trying to make the awful process of abortion somehow palatable to children. It's uh, huh, yeah, and it's and it's and it's in in it. It's inappropriate. It's wrong. Um, it's repulsive. It yeah, I, you can't even. Think about uh, enough words to 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 call it disgusting, I guess. Yeah. And, but it's out there for your kids to see. Yeah. <laughs> and again, uh, there are there are those on the left that don't believe that there's anything wrong with it. This was not on my list to talk about, by the way. But do you want to talk about the Fannie Willis crap? I'm sure you saw that. I saw it. Yeah. So Fannie Willis, you know, she's trying to put Donald Trump in prison. Uh, well, she was sleeping with one of the investigators, this Nathan Wade. And, uh, oh, yeah, they I mean, all on the taxpayer dimes, of course. And, of course, they did you know that they met with the Biden administration for eight hours? Yeah, I did hear that. Oh, no, but Biden doesn't have any coordination with Fannie Willis whatsoever. Well, I it's Well, she was paying him, right? Like like uh it, well, I, no, she Okay. He was you know, he's some private detector of, or something, right? Mm-hmm. So through the county and through all this, she's paying his expenses, which include trips to Napa Valley which he took her on. Even though he's married, um, again, just whatever. Just again, this is the person trying to throw Donald Trump, Trump in prison. Just drives me absolutely crazy that we give these people any credibility whatsoever, right? I know, it, and it should drive everybody crazy that it's that that's happening. Like seriously, it should. All Literally, you have the the president's kid flaunting his arrogance on Capitol Hill. It's just it, it's it's mind boggling how evil this administration really, really is. And and they keep getting away with it. Like uh, Donald Trump Jr. couldn't do something like that ever, or. Oh, I know. Ivanka. Oh, uh, or Ivanka or anyone else for that matter. And and again, they're trying to make it theater that Hunter's being picked on because that's their whole thing. Was they're, they're just attacking him to get to Joe. This is all political. No, they're attacking him because he's a crackhead who spent millions of dollars on Hooker and Blow and then tried to write it off on his taxes because not only is he a a crackhead. He's an idiot. Mm-hmm. There has to be not that many people that believe that, though. Come on, please tell me no. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I would hope the American, but again, 
They're wisening up. They, they are. The American people are wisening up. They're starting to look at it and go, oh, man. <laughs> well, and, and I think part of it was. It's all it's all right there, right in front of your face. Well, yeah. And they, they wanted to pretend that if Joe Biden got elected, there would be an end to the chaos. Well, from what I've seen, it's more chaos. Oh, but. yeah. Anyway. Bad chaos. All right. And, uh, well, we got that. Um, two, 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 two. Oh, one last story. Woman in the freezer. <laughs> Woman in the freezer. No, I didn't read this story yet. Just the just the headlines. So There's I was like, not, oh, wow. I got to say, that now, this, this piece was written Saturday, and we just didn't get to it um, in the show. And it, Michael Dorgan wrote this for Fox News Saturday. And here's the headline. Woman missing for nearly a decade found stuffed in California freezer. The body of Mary Margaret Haxby Jones was found by out-of-town family members who were visiting a house on Zion Avenue. The body of Margaret Haxby of Mary Margaret Haxby Jones. She's got four names here, folks, so... (laughs) Cut me a little slack. Who police say would have been 81 at the time of her discovery, excuse me, was found by out-of-town family family members who were visiting a house on the 4900 block of Zion Avenue, situated about 10 miles northeast of downtown San Diego. They called the police around uh, 11.45 a.m. on December 22nd when they stumbled across a chest freezer uh, and and notified police. Um, detectives believe it's possible that Haxby Jones has been missing or dead for up to nine years. Based on the investigation at, to, the, the, to that point, detectives are interested in speaking with anyone who may have known her or have relevant information about her. Okay. So, so... Nothing really happened to her. She was just stuffed in a freezer. Mm-mm. Oh no, she's dead. Well, I know she's dead, but like nobody murdered. It sounds like somebody was just trying to collect money and pretend she was still alive. All these. Well, days. it it sounds like it. It sounds like they don't know, but that could very well be. And they say she could be alive. She could have been. She could have been dead for now up to nine years, but she was but she was found in her own house. I know. Like, don't you check the freezer of the person who went missing's house? <laughs> Did anybody report her missing? This is so well, weird. No, I mean, she was reported missing. I mean, like, um, Pete Carrillo, a former homicide detective, told Fox 5 San Diego that investors would likely be examining Hexby Jones' financial records. So there you go. To see if somebody was cashing Social Security checks. See, that's probably what it was. Like, she probably died of natural causes, and they stuffed her in the freezer so they could keep collecting her um, Social Security payments or something. Right, but Carrillo said this, quote, It's a misappropriation of a dead body. You have a duty to call authorities if someone has passed so that they can be processed in a formal fashion. All that process... uh, all that process has been avoided for a particular reason, and no one can think that it was to perhaps benefit financially or or 
by not reporting her death. So that's what they think it is, is they think they think that someone who was just wanted to keep the Swiss security checks. Still super bizarre. Super bizarre, <laughs> but I, I saw a Lifetime movie like that once, though. Well, I don't know how you don't check her freezer, though. I know. That's... Right? Like, how do you not check her freezer? I... <laughs> that's the that's the bizarre. That's well, the... if she was still cashing all her Social Security checks, then nobody thought she was dead. <laughs> right? Yeah, but it says woman missing for nearly decade. Well, she was missing to, like, her friends and stuff, but nobody... Well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it sounds like what well, says no obvious traumatic injury to the body was noted. Now, again, they, they've got to do an autopsy. It's unclear who, cur- who currently lives at the residence on Zion Avenue where the body was discovered. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it could have been it could have been a boyfriend. She dies and. He's like, well, I'm going to collect the money. And he freaks out. and Or he just freaks out, puts her in a freak. I mean, I don't know. For 10 years? I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to search this one. I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, I think Trump has got his town hall on Fox tonight, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. So. It's supposedly like during the Hannity hour. So. Oh. Well, I plan on watching it. Do you plan on watching it? I do plan on watching it. Maybe. I don't I don't even remember what channel Fox News is on my TV. But <laughs> Well, it'll I'm sure the good parts will be on Twitter. I'm sure it will too. So, but I will watch it as well. Who knows? Maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe we'll podcast again tomorrow. Who knows? Yeah, but, let's do um, it. Because we'll, we, have, we have a lot more to talk about. We have a lot about. more. Yeah, we have a ton we could could talk about and a ton of sound you've got uh, in fact, this is breaking news. Um, Speaker Mike Johnson has asked Brandon to actually do an executive order on the border. That's how out of control the southern border is. So, yeah, let's actually try to do a podcast tomorrow as well. Sounds like a plan to so, me. So with that, we'll wrap it up for this episode of the Shannon and Schrader podcast. Uh, but we, like we said, we're, we're hoping to be back tomorrow with another podcast. But certainly... We'll be back on Saturday. And remember, freedom can't be centralized. And whether you like it or hate it, in your heart, you know, we're, we're right. right. We'll see you next time. Back